the injudicious ramblings of Andre and Gary. Alright, so we're here at Occupy San Antonio. And the purpose of this podcast, because the last podcast we did, we aired a lot of views and I spoke a lot. I spoke sometimes much more than the people you who I interviewed. <laughs> you spoke a lot. Is that, is that your opinion, Gary? Yes. I had to edit it. I know you spoke a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't speak so much. But it was all good stuff. But today, um, what we're going to do is that we're down here at Hemisphere Park in San Antonio. And we're going to hear from some of the people you know, about what's going on. I am curious as to this organization we have here. Um, I'm seeing a lot of good stuff. It's more organized than my personal life is. <laughs> and I want to see if I can get some of these organized San Antonio people home to take care of my life. Let's let's see. But um, let's speak. Let's see what we have going on here. So, okay. So here we have. Just give me one name. Uh, my name is Daniel. Okay. Here we have Daniel. Daniel, tell us. Let's, let me start he off was, with it. He was videotaping us last time. He uh, was. Or not not videotaping it. And, iPhoning it. And at first I thought he was a subversive. <laughs> But he, th- but then he thought we were subversives, and it was a nice big circle of subversion. Right. It's but- to protect us. It's to protect us from any un- unfair media exposure, basically. But it w- it all worked out good in the end. Okay, so let me start asking some pointed questions here. Um, I see you all have a schedule, right? Yeah. Um, so is this a daily thing? Yes. Um, we try to get everybody up by ten. And then uh, have breakfast, and then at 11, we try to do a little park cleanup. Um, we're trying to start cleaning the bathrooms. I don't know if that's happened yet, but we, we just we want to make sure that our impact on this park is as small as possible so that they have uh, basically no reason to kick us out. Um, and then after that, we do our GA or we march. We try to have two marches every day. What is a GA? Uh, General Assembly. Sorry, it's where we we come together as a collective and vote democratically on on uh, the events or or that are going to take place in the in the coming weeks. Uh, any big decisions that need to be made basically is made by the entire group. Fantastic. So and I see you all had a march today. Yes, we did. We marched with uh, one of the local uh, uh, nurses unions. That's awesome. One thing we do love about the Occupy movement is that you all are supporting all the other movements. Yes, we support everybody. I mean, we, how could we how could we say that we're the 99% if we don't support 99% of the people? You could say so. Well, we could, but then we'd be hypocrites. So. You could say you're 98%. <laughs> okay, so... T- <laughs> but that doesn't sound as good. That's not it as sounds good. horrible. No. <laughs> so, okay, so tell me how it's going um, with regard to food supplies. Are you all getting sufficient donations? We are. We are. Um, food Not Bombs uh, donates food to us, I believe, twice a week. Um, and a lot of the local restaurants have been giving us food um, pretty much daily. Uh, the Nurses Union fed us twice today. Um, so, I mean, food, it, we don't even, it gets to the point where we don't even have to ask for it anymore. Uh, Pat O'Brien's on Saturday after our march, they donated more food than, than I thought any restaurant would donate to us the entire time we were here. Um, so, I mean, that, that was just incredible of them. And that's fantastic, because normally I'm against hunting, but I would drop in with a, with a deer, with a freshly killed deer, and I would sacrifice a deer for um, Occupy. So, okay, but I put Most a... of us are vegetarian, though, so... See, I told you that, that lamb wasn't going to go over well. <laughs> we did bring a rack of lamb. Which we, but fortunately, we ate the lamb on the way over here, so it wasn't a problem. Okay, just make put a call out. Um, do you need anything specifically, though? I know you're supplied food-wise. Um if anybody's listening, do you want water? Do you want 
Water, uh, we go through pretty quickly. Uh, blankets, we are going to need badly. Um, I have a sleeping bag, and but not everyone is fortunate to have their own sleeping bag. But even, I mean, last night it, it got to be about 40 degrees, and it was pretty chilly in my sleeping bag. So blankets, we definitely need, definitely. Okay, so blankets and water. Um, let me ask about... Uh, and, and, and medical supplies are always appreciated. Like it, like basic medical, basic, basically first basically aid medical get a first supplies. aid first aid medical supplies. Um, what is going on with the cops? I I have to say I've been here. We've been standing here for about an, what, 45 minutes, and we've seen only one cop car drive through the park slowly and ominously. <laughs> but apart from that, there aren't a ring of riot geared um, police officers standing around. Um, what is what has their relationship been thus far? So far, it's been pretty good. We haven't had any arrests from, from any of the occupiers. Um, there was a little miscommunication earlier. They basically, what we, we felt that they were telling us that we needed to leave. I just got off the phone with a city councilman, and he assured us that we did not have to leave. We just have to move to the other side of the park for an event that's taking place for the next two days on this side of the park. And then after that, we, we, need, we have two hours to move back to this side of the park because there's going to be another event on the other side of the park. I like that you have exactly two hours. <laughs> to yeah, get two hours to get everything packed up and, and, and resituated here. So we definitely, we have a lot of stuff out here and we need to condense that down to make it easier for us to, to move if we have to. Yeah, I'm thinking some trolleys. You all, I mean, you all have trolleys and stuff like that? Uh, no, we're just... <laughs> Carrying Wal- it by I, hand. Walmart is fan. Walmart is such a, a, a support of the ninety nine percent that they might lend you some trolleys. <laughs> I mean, so buy Walmart and see. Um, yeah, Walmart, right? <laughs> We're actually boycotting Walmart. That's uh, oh, no, no. I, listen, that was a joke <laughs> from the. It was not a f- drink their water. <laughs> I know. We, we did stop. I'm going to blame Gary. I, I have been boycotting Walmart for years. Uh-huh. We both bought. Right, but we did stop and buy water from Walmart to drop by. And I mean, honestly, we're not we're not gonna we're not. It's already been paid for. We're not gonna reject that. But we personally will not spend our own money at Walmart. I did feel ashamed, and I am still blushing. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of Walmart, but we were trying to get down here, and we, that's the only place along the way that had water. We'll, and, we'll forgive you this time. We'll forgive you this. The time. next time we come, because can you give us like a writ of pre-forgiveness? <laughs> because every time we come here, we will bring Walmart water. But that is the only time I promise that we will go to Walmart. What, one thing I'm very happy to see is one of those fluorescent green hats. That <laughs> yes. listen, I've been listening a lot to the other Occupy movements, and I love hearing about things that I can't experience myself. So tell me, um, what does this signify? She's a legal observer. So she's not allowed to participate in the protest. She's there to observe and record what goes on and uh, to eventually testify if if need be. And and maybe bail you out. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Yeah, she has connections with the National uh, Lawyers Guild. So, you know, they, they... we would like, we hope that they'll, you know, bail us out if need be. All right, so that's fantastic. Um, well, what are we going to do, uh, well, what well, what do you all have planned um, in the upcoming days? Okay, so this, yeah, this is a question I wanted to ask. What is your attendance like, not necessarily numbers, but I mean the wax and wane and the flow um, of attendees. How does this go? Does it, do you get a big a big spike on the weekends? Is it a, is it a big bump 7 o'clock at night? So what, what goes on? 
We have about 30 to 40, sometimes 50 people staying overnight. Um, but a lot of us have jobs. And so during the day, people come by and they're kind of surprised at how few of us there are uh, here um, during the day. According to Fox, I should be shocked that you all have jobs. Is <laughs> yeah, what I- exactly, exactly. I mean, some of us have two or even three jobs. So it's definitely... 53%, that's what you see. It, 53%. <laughs> um, so at night after, you know, six or seven, when everybody's gotten off work, people, people come by. And so we'll get up to upwards to about 100, 150, just depending on the night. During the weekends, we'll have uh, maybe a little more. But the, the core people are pretty much here every day. So, you know, um, we really don't go over 150 at the actual camp. Now, at our rallies, we'll have more than that. But at, at actual camp, it's usually about 100 to 150 at night. So what is going to deter you all? What, um, you know, I keep asking this question. What, what? When is this? When are you going to end? How committed is the general um, Occupy San Antonio populace to what's going on here? Is, is are you going to be broken by 30 degree weather? What is going to you know? Are you going to stop? What is going on? I will not stop personally. I can't speak for everybody, but 30 degree weather is not going to stop me. Um, I, well, I, you have a sleeping bag. I have a sleeping bag, exactly, <laughs> and sweaters. <laughs> so um, no, there's a couple of people with sleeping bags, but not everyone is so fortunate. Yeah, we'll get some. Um, oh well, thank you. We appreciate that. No, we, we actually um, one down. Oh, awesome! Thank you guys. Um, I can't speak for everybody. Uh, personally, what I would like to see is campaign finance reform. Um, I would like to see the Glass-Steagall Act reinstated. I would like to see uh, the revolving door between regulation and industry shut. Fun, yes. 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 Um, a couple of other things. But, and, and while you're listening, I'm saying there's so many things yeah, I mean, that exactly. you could list. There's an infinitesimal list. They'd yeah, like, exactly. like to see the war stopped. I would yeah. love to see health care for all. Exactly. You know, the universal health care system is one of my things. That's not everybody's thing. But we just really But, but who's against that? Okay, so let me, wanna, let me ask you. No, no, no. Yeah. no. <laughs> pa- partly Gary's parents. No, I mean in the park here. Because you said, what you said is not everybody's thing. That well, you mean in the park? We have... We have a, all walks of life here. So we have a lot of libertarians. I was about as the first group that I was going to call. Yeah, the libertarians. I don't know how how much they would like the idea of, of a universal health care system. Um, so really, I mean, I am strictly speaking for myself. Yes, yes. But uh, really what we all have in common, uh, we want to see uh, the, the Fed's power uh, brought down and, and to have them be accountable to the government and to the people. Um, campaign finance reform is, you know, another one that's pretty much universal. That, yes, yes. Uh, we all realize that that lobbyists have too much power. Legalized bribery is still bribery. Yes, exactly. And that's is what it never is. acceptable. Yeah. Um, but really, I think the core of us are really committed to this for really as long as it takes. And now that the National Assembly has been called uh, for July 4th of next year, um, that's that's the that's the goal. That's how long we just right, need so to we need to keep until going then. until July. So we, we now have an actual day where we can just keep fighting until, which which really helps. And, and one more thing I would like to interject here is that um, before I was kind of of the opinion that in order to make progress that they had to, we had to get into the political system, whether or not we had to get a new political party or we had to drag one of the parties left or get our members elected. And as I said, it was only today that I had re- understanding and realization that you guys have come to a lot earlier is that we can form our own healthcare system. Mm-hmm. You know, and by our I mean the Occupy people and the people who agree with us. We can form our own banks 
and we can form our own cooperatives and our grow our own food and stuff like that. And we ha- the one thing about the Occupy movement is that it is so large that we actually have a base of national support. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I spoke to you about this earlier, and you agreed that this is something you have been thinking about. Now, is this a, a, a strong thread running through the movements, or is it just an is that a individual, just an individual arm? Well, I don't I don't know if we've really talked about it as a group. Uh, I don't think it's been a realization, but we really have sort of c- created our own small community here. Uh, I mean, we have a medical team that can help with at least first aid. Um, shout out to medical team. Uh, we've got a legal department that checks into all, you know the legality of, of everything that we're going to be doing. Uh, we have a media committee that writes literature and press releases and gets it tries to get in touch with other communities. Um, you know, we we've formed a library for people to be able to check out books and educate themselves. Um, we've been trying to put together education workshops at right. least three or four times a day, or not a day, sorry, a week, um, where we can just sort of uh, educate each other on various topics like the Glass-Steagall Act, recycling, things like that. Um, so really, we and, and, and we have, we feed each other at all times of the day. There's always food here and, you know, it's, it's available to everybody. So we've sort of made a community outside of the establishment for, for us to go because we're so unhappy with what's going on out there. Yeah. And, and we, we see that there, there is another alternative to that lifestyle. And we, we are the alternative. Mm-hmm. And people now, people don't understand that people say the government. But we are the government. The government mm-hmm. is the people come to they collectively together. But no, but forget the establishment yeah. government. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the term itself, mm-hmm. government, yes. really is the people mm-hmm. managing themselves. Mm-hmm. And we are the people. Yeah. So if the co-opted Washington government does not represent us, they are really no longer the government. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think we it's excellent that we pull the rug out from below them. We don't need to knock on the doors of capitalism and ask them to let us in. Mm-hmm. We can form our own society. Yeah. I mean, With, capitalism yeah. isn't built into the Constitution. It's not It's not the law of the land. It's just the the route that our economy has taken so far. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it can't be And it's not a sin. Capitalism isn't a sin. Oh, you, you yeah. see this runaway, mm-hmm. you know, unbridled capitalism, mm-hmm. you know, that causes the problems. But I'm saying we can do our own system of capitalism mm-hmm. slash socialism, whatever we choose to be, mm-hmm. it can be. But, uh, you know, the point is we do not need to beg them for crumbs yeah, exactly. from the table. We can make, we can get our own table and mm-hmm. serve our own meals. Yeah, we can so, help each other. Yeah, so it's fantastic. So thanks for this interview. Um, we're going to talk to a couple more people um, standing here if we get permission to do so, yeah, if anybody good. is willing to. But we have a gentleman here. We're not going to ask for your name, sir. But you represent a certain organization. Could you tell us the name of it? Not really an organization, but we've created a website, uh, OccupyVirtually.org, for the smaller groups that don't have the human resources to set up their own forum, their own websites. We can help them set up their own website if they want, get their own domain, or we can host a forum. It's free. There's no advertising, and we'll set them up so they can communicate, and we'll set them up at their own forum. They're their own moderators of the forum, as much help or as little help as they need. But that way these smaller communities can start to build their movement. And uh, so it's not just in the big city, but, you know, Uvalde, uh, Carrizo Springs, um, you know, Pflugerville. <laughs> well, well, tell me, well, fant- and, and that is a fantastic idea. I know it is, it is way above and beyond what you can imagine. You know, the ideas that are, that are popping up within the community, I would never have imagined that somebody would have made that step forward. Are there 
gestational occupies in those small in those small cities? Unfortunately, um, I've heard Texarkana has one, um, and uh, they're 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 fledgling. They're starting out, and of course Denton does. They're they're a college town. Anywhere there's a college town, you have a, a spring up. But uh, in the in a lot of the smaller cities, we just don't know what's going on. You know, we're we're limited to the media blackout. And uh, so one of, one of the things I'm doing is I printed up business cards that have an explanation of the Occupy movement, and I'm handing those out because I say, you know, have you heard about it? No. Well, you know, here, <laughs> tell your friends, and you can come to Occupy, you know, virtually dot uh, org. And uh, and what I'm also asking is people who have experience in setting up, come to there, come to the to the to the forum, and and share your experience, the 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 ups and downs of starting your own movement. You know, what are the what are the hardships, what are the successes, and and that way everybody doesn't have to reinvent the wheel each time. You can also share your photos too. So. Well, listen. In this Facebook society, oh. that last plug we're gonna we're gonna repeat that. You can also share your photos. So just repeat the name one more time, please. Uh, OccupyVirtually.org, um, and that's it. Yeah, but we can set you up with websites. So it'll be uh, uh, Flugerville.OccupyVirtually.org, or we can help you set up Flugerville OccupyFlugerville.org. You know, we can, we can help you get there too. So. I think Flugerville really needs some occupation, though. It's a hotbed of capitalism and sin. <laughs> but, okay, so thank you very much for that. It's fantastic. And we will try as much as possible to repeat the name of um, the organization on air every time we air and help drum up some support. All right. Fun. Yes, I'm pursuing to, um, to the last conversation, to the end of the last conversation we are having, is that if anybody is um, starting a new Occupy movement, um, please contact the National Lawyers Guild, um, the legal observers. They are there, there to protect us. Um, what they do is it's a pro bono, organiza- pro bono organization. Um, and basically, if you get your ass in trouble, they will stand as witness. Um, I think go to court and defend you. Yes, the Yes, lawyers will work on getting you out of jail and defending you and will give you legal advice and counsel on any move that your movement is going to make. Um, I guess as regards to amplification equipment, they will tell you when the cops tell you you have to move, should you move, do you have to move, and stuff like that. So the National Lawyers Guild, and they do have a website, which is... I would go into Google and put nationallawyersguild.org at the very least... <laughs> <laughs> you will get somewhere near their website. So, all right, the National Lawyers Guild, fantastic work. And they wear these awesome fluorescent green hats. Of, I'm going to get one. I'm going to get one and just wear it. <laughs> now we're rolling. Okay, so what? Okay, so let's jump. Let's jump in. Let's just jump right well, in. Well, well, let's say first um, Occupy Wall Street. Yep, we right? just... So just you're downstairs, downstairs, downtown, talking yeah, with the guys. Yeah, so we're going to let you all listen to um, a couple of interviews. Um, today we spoke to one of the leading lights of Occupy San Antonio. Um, he was quite shy about going on mic, but when he went on, he was phenomenal. Yes, he's very good. So uh, you really need to step up and, ah, yeah. and do it. Because I was fumbling quite a bit. His professionalism, Gary, <laughs> threw me off. Because I didn't feel like I was in charge of the interview. You weren't. Because my ego is so fragile and... <laughs> I want to say from now on, we really want to pick people who are really uncomfortable in front of a microphone. So I sound I, better. I, I agree. I agree. So I we'll, we'll get we'll get more more people who look like they might like some of the skaters. I think would probably be good good for you. They'd probably be a good foil for you. They might not do because is it Gary? That's you and the establishment. Look at you again, categorizing people. 
and forcing them into little boxes. Yeah. So because a man looks unkempt, right, and he's on a skateboard. And we, we are who we pretend to be, so we must be careful of who we pretend to be. That statement is so stupid. Even though you looked at me, you said in an anxious voice, and you put this sort of, of, of evangelist kind of, you know, look pregnant. Evangelist? Can I, uh, uh, if can I, I were ev- evangelist we pregnant? Are who we say we, we pretend well, to be. You look like a deacon, a deaconess, a deaconess. actually. You know, what, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's the most inane statement I've heard. I challenge you to explain that to me and have me not toss this beer in your face. <laughs> I'll wait till you finish the beer then. <laughs> <laughs> it means that who you re- represent who you are is what people are going to think you are. I understand that. But right. it's stupid and it's inane. No, it's not. So okay, so so therefore you acknowledge that a man on a skateboard automatically should be assumed to be stupid. What about no, being no, 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 no. what about I being a skateboarder? Did I did I say anything yeah, about him being yeah, stupid? No, yeah. you said that he's gonna be no, stupid. No, 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 no. I, I said he's going to be a good foil for you. I asked that's for different. a stupid interview. Uh no, bumbling, stumbling that's, interview. Okay, that's rumbling bumbling. That's not stupid. <laughs> well, okay. the, person who's the like implication that he was going to be r- a rumbly, a rumbly, bumbly interview. Yes, absolutely. Just because he's a skateboarder, and I'm taking umbrage of that, and I'm going to equate and <laughs> conflate that with stupid, with you calling that man stupid. Well, you um, can, you can, you can get your back up all you want, because you know what? I'm just going to cut this part out, and so you just carry on. <laughs> I demand that my writer's indignation be heard. I'm going to occupy, I'm going to occupy this podcast. But okay, so we talk anyway. about let's let's jump in. So so later on we're gonna play a couple of those interviews. Well, actually, it was one interview. Should, should we have found somebody in a suit for you, maybe, like a businessman? Why, why has this been turned in his head that I am the one who is not egalitarian? You're the one expressing the views. Yeah, that you you're the one. Obviously, you, you know. think business people are the people that you can go up against because all they do is follow sports and go drinking out with their buddies. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. As opposed to, as opposed well, actually, to the skater I would guy. That. I would support that. As opposed to the skater guy who yes. goes to philosophy classes and at, at the least UU the church. skater guy knows who he is and his individuality. He's, he's, he's not he's enough to express his individuality. He's just like everybody else who's a skater. But he, he likes skating. <laughs> who wants to wear a suit and go to an office? Nobody really wants that. But I can guarantee you, he enjoys skating. So therefore, he's, he's, he's expressing himself. Why should you look down on a man for doing what he wants to do as opposed for respecting a man who is doing what he's forced to do? You don't know that. By society. So yeah, some people do I, like I know, going I know, and some, I know some people who went to business and they're, very quite, they're, they're quite happy being, being businessmen because they don't have to think at all. <laughs> well, not businessmen. It's very cubicle, stressful. Cubicle um, uh, occupants. I think right. Jones. Cubicle Jones you're talking about. Right. Not your independent, wheeling, dealing businessman. No, that's true. Okay, and just now we're going to start praising Wall Street in this show. <laughs> Stop now while we're here. But, um... Yeah, it's, suddenly we're not occupying Wall Street. We're celebrating Wall Street. I, <laughs> Yay, Wall they Street. Would, uh, listen, if only they would give us corporate sponges. <laughs> By the way, talking about celebrating Wall Street, AT&T... I'm going to read, I read the story, can't remember what, um, which one of the progressive websites I read on, but AT&T 
But you're certain it was the website, and you're certain it was Progressive. That's the only website. And not Progressive.com, which would be um, no, not, insurance. Not an insurance website. That's how I get my motorcycle insurance. From Progressive? Yeah, absolutely. See, so when the, I, when the <laughs> CIA has to right, get a beat on you, though, they know exactly where to go. Though. Everything's progressive about you. <laughs> CIA, I am not 100% progressive. I am, in some ways, I am quite the establishment guy. But listen, AT&T. Quite the Luddite. AT&T, right? <laughs> do it, you know, the merger AT&T was supposed to do with whom? Was it Comcast? No, no. AT&T Verizon. They were trying yeah. to take over, which is Verizon, to grab an unreasonably large market share and like reduce our choices for cell phones to be, to between being Sprint and AT&T. I think they just wanted to get the same cell phone in everybody's hands. And then they would have gobbled up Sprint also. I'm going to skip right over no, that. No, no, no. They wouldn't, they wouldn't gobble up Sprint. They would eventually have gobbled up. Different, different network. No, I'm saying they would have gobbled up Sprint eventually, right? Because the, the, the behemoth that they would have formed with Verizon, eventually they would have priced out Sprint and whoever else is in the market. I mean, eventually, I'm saying 10 Perhaps. years down the road, yeah. right? It would... oh, well, certainly under, under the, the current conditions where uh, monopolies are actually encouraged. Encouraged. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right? I don't know. And yes, so therefore, eventually, so we'd have, have one cell phone, cell phone provider and we'd have been paying. A new phone would have come out like every two days and you'd have to renew your plan on an hourly basis, <laughs> Right. Right. But, it's 1984 gone mad. But this is what AT&T uses as tools in their... Um, okay, so apart from bribing congressmen and whoever else they... Well, lo- sorry, lobbying congressmen. Right, right, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not bribing, it's... AT&T, it's apparently, the, the arm of their, um, their company that does charity work, right? They support quite a few charities. No doubt for tax write-offs, right? I oh, doubt yeah, they spend a penny more supporting charities than is necessary for them to get the maximum amount of tax write-off for charity. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not a penny more, right? But these charities, and they picked a lot of charities in a lot of downtrodden poor areas. So like, they do. Some of the charities are like the Boys and Girls Club of America, in, in very, but in very poor areas. And they, they did not do any. Um, they, they picked the charities that generally had didn't get a lot of support from other sources, so AT&T was like the main or sole source of support, right? Mm. So and there are a lot of charities that are like, are like one, um, like one one man charities that one person kind of runs a charity. There's one charity that um, they like carry the Catholic inner, League. They carry inner city kids. I'm gonna ignore everything you say, Gary. You just talk sort of voce and and yeah, so like they, they carry inner city kids, right? To to to, to summer camps and stuff like that. Right. Right, that was but the one person. One person ran a charity, so she was almost utterly dependent on AT and T's largest. Right, AT and T got all those charities to write letters of support to the FCC, or to, I think it was the FCC or whoever was in charge of um, approving that merger. Yeah, saying FCC. that they they as as normal citizens and uh, uh, small organizations supported the AT and T Verizon merger. <laughs> they. And 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 the, the article was careful to say that AT and T coerced no one, mm. right? They, but they did ask the people, and they, and it's this coercion. And if, if if I'm giving you fifty grand a year, and that's your only source of income for your charity, and I ask you nicely to write a letter, and maybe why do I give a fuck 
about as a small charity, right, that sends girls into summer camps, no doubt, to learn um, anti-feminist behavior and other forms right. had a, of, had a, of control. Right, had, had to talk pretty and walk yeah, pretty. Yeah. yeah, other forms of control, right? Why do I give a fuck about whether AT&T Verizon merges? How, do, well, how does that gel in any way with my possible with, mission with statement? With your mission, right, with your mission. So obviously, the coercion might not have been heavy-handed, but it was certainly implicit. Right? No, no, no would, would have AT&T known that they wrote the letter? Uh, yes, AT&T, AT&T. AT&T reached out to these people and asked them. I understand them, uh-huh. that, but how would they know that they actually sent the letter off and they, they sent it in? You know what I'm saying? Well, but, but, I said, but, 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 you know, but of course, you know, government is co-opted by... Um, by you know well well, well the connect the between the corporations and yeah. government is you know that pipeline is so big and things flow uh, both ways which is very rare for a pipeline things Thank, generally well, flow in one direction well, th- th- thanks as to, pipelines go well you know thanks to the oil companies things flow in both directions you see it's fantastic yeah. hey, call sometimes it they, sometimes they flow outside of the pipeline in in engineering terms. <laughs> Which is called a spill. Yes. <laughs> but as I say, it, listen. But we're not I, saying anything about WikiLeaks. And we will compare that to thinking outside the box. Right. Right? Let's not call it a spill. Let's say outside the pipeline. Right. right? Or, or a leak. A leak. Like, like ah, a WikiLeaks. Yeah, that's yeah. positive. That's a good spin. Right? So let's, so that, that uh, in engineering terms, is a duplex flow. Engineering yes. computer terms, right? That duplex flow. Uh, um, I would no doubt have enabled AT&T to find out who or who did not write the letters. Yeah, that, yeah, because they, they could. They, it's like letters to Santa. Santa doesn't get them. Somebody else gets them and opens up and reads them on the air. What? <laughs> I took that metaphor a little bit too far, didn't I? No, no, no. Are you saying Santa doesn't get my letter? No, oh, I am so sorry. I, I asked Santa. Santa does not. In judicious ramblings, asked Santa for some gifts last year, and I hope I thought you were gonna get. No, but the Easter Bunny is real. I just want to make it clear: by no means, this article informed that AT and T had also <clears throat> um, pressured anybody after the fact if they did or did not write a letter, but. I, is, but it was kind of it was kind of obvious that they were leaning on. The it people is on like record that. that the people did write letters to eat, and it helps. It see. helps coming from a charity, you know, like Mother Teresa. It'd be if they could get a letter if from Mother Teresa, the bitch Mother that she was. Teresa, <laughs> according to, to bullshit. I'm sorry. To fucking support this podcast, it would have been the only good thing yeah. she would have done in her life, right, bitch? What do you have against Mother Teresa? Though? I, I, I'm just, her, her, I'm just uh, backing you up on this, though. Right? And no, I, her her life is pain, kind of thing, where. Uh, People in pain would go to her, and she would allow them to stay in pain in her in her um, hospices. Was that what she did? Yeah, because she felt that pain got you closer to God, so she would not wait, necessarily wait. help them. So, what sort of nurse was she? She was a nun. I honestly, she is a nun. <laughs> I do, why do I create? Oh, Florence Nightingale. So yeah, about. so she would not be a nurse at all. <laughs> Unless you, maybe she's oh no, familiar with Reiki, or Reiki, or whatever oh. the fuck it is. Well, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe one of her sexual predilections was to have men suckle on her breasts. Probably not. Nursing. But, but she certainly liked to on, live on, a little bit. I mean, she, no, sure, her, her, her people were starving, and then she would go out to all these wonderful charity balls and kind of porked up, I guess. I have never read, read about her. But it sounds there's, to be... There's a couple of books about... But dude, but I am totally against Mother Teresa then. Yeah. Well, fuck her. 
Now, yeah. there, there are some books that show her in a good light, of course, because she's Mother Teresa for crying oh, out loud. Of course. She's I mean, she's, she's, kind of, she's kind of like the Kleenex of nuns. Ass. <laughs> Speaking about Catholics, though, any news about Catholics, right? Do you know? You know, there's this big push nationwide um, mm. for assault. Well, there's a big assault, you, I would say, on abortions and on women's rights. As oh, you guys, yeah. To their wombs. Right, so, right. Uh, so let's say, I don't care where you start an abortion. Let's say. Oh, right about here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I need the exact latitude and longitude, Gary. It's what I need. Of just, West End. Just, just above the clavicle. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, on abortions, I find that it's instructed to stand directly on the stomach and jump a couple. Not just stand, but if jump up and down. It helps. Here's, okay. here's a question. Mm-hmm. So don't, the, the, please don't let me forget where I was going with this. You see, I'm already forgetting. Go, 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 no, no, I want to hear the question. No, no. Just remember, just remind me. I'm going Catholics, to talk about Catholics, Catholics and abortion and, and against and women's rights. Okay, yes, yeah. yes, so ask me the question now. Yeah, do, do you think the Occupy San Antonio people are kind of regretting now that we had reviewed them? <laughs> Sorry. Actually, we're not. We're having a good time. So, anyway, Catholics. Well, I think they would enjoy women. this. They look I to be a so. jovial bunch of people. Yeah. Except for the guy carrying the cross. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody had to represent our savior. Right? So, and this, this uh, I'm yeah. gonna say. Okay, so the Catholic. Okay, so the Catholic. Okay, so wherever you stand on abortions, right? I, I would like to believe most people can agree that if it's going to cause the death of the mother... You kinda could justify in saying, you know what? Unless you're in Brazil, I think. Right? Or in cases of rape and incest and stuff. Well, rape is in. And is it, uh, right. Although... Right? So let, let's just use the more <laughs> the furthest outlying cases, right? I want to believe sensible people can agree. Let's let's say cases. I I'm not using any more judgment clause, but I'm saying in cases of death that might cause death to the mother, or in cases of rape. Right? And incest. Right. Let's agree that you should, you should be able to have an abortion, right? These okay. fucking Catholics, priests, who have been fucking young boys systemically and systematically and hiding it worldwide for generations. Yep. And I mean, this is world without end because new cases keep popping up. These sons of bitches have the temerity to be one of the prime supporters of all those abortion movements. I just read it yep. this week. What the fuck is this? Where where, the, where do you stand? Where is your moral? Where do you get the moral authority to make those judgments? Secondly, why are there still fucking Catholics? <laughs> Furthermore, speaking of... In fact, and in... Yes, sir. Even, even just as bad, I think it's Spain, just came out... That an entire generation of children were wrest from their mothers and their parents because the Catholic priests felt that the children would not be raised properly. So they told the, the mothers, the, the family, that the child died. And they what? put them in orphanages to raise them as Catholics. Oh my God, more boys. And these are generally... generally uh, uh, people who were of lower, lower class, lower stature. Gary, that's a boy farm. So they have, yeah. they fa- and I bet most of them are young boys, most of them are boy children, so they have a willing 
Uh, do they have a, a literal farming a farming system as would a good <laughs> soccer team have in England? <laughs> they farming young boys up for them to fuck. That's what it do. It, that's all it was. That yeah, is. What else I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Uh, just uh, it was this week. Even so, Jesus, friend, yeah. come quickly. I well, totally maybe twenty third, twenty third, twenty third, twenty third. Enough, yeah. when, is it actually, he, actually, I think Jesus comes back like tomorrow. A... No, he comes back tomorrow, and then the end of the world is the twenty third. Okay, well, and by the end of the month. Now, I ranted about this on 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 Skeptic Wire, my other podcast. Um. Well, well, if you're okay. going to plug it, plug it properly. Let's, let's, if you're going to plug Skeptic it, Wire, skepticwire.blogspot.com. Uh, it's my other podcast. It's more of a skeptic critical thinking. Well, we are also a critical thinking one, but we tend to mock a little bit more than the other one. I tend to mock a little bit more on this one. Uh, Andre gets really riled up, especially about things that I say. It's sort of like the Smothers Brothers, only we're not brothers. Who knows? Who knows? Um, My mother was quite so, a slut. So this is the <laughs> so this is the deal. By the end of the month, according to the people who keep track of such things, the seven billion. Let me person, interrupt you one second here. You know, we just when we ordered some food from a restaurant, not to be named, right? Right. And Gary was quite insistent that he get a uh, you know heaping helping of brown sauce. Yes. Even going so far as get two of them as to get kind of shirty um, when because um, he ordered originally he checked the bags and none <laughs> he saw none uh, the bags were conspicuously absent. I, I didn't even check the bag. I asked. I asked nicely. And then kind of you know preemptively preemptively ordered the guy to go and um you know drop two make some. Right, and now I'm looking at your consumption of the Bronx sauce, and it appears to be very light. I still have food left. Oh, okay, I was just saying, though, yeah, you know, for someone who was getting kind of quite you know, insistent. You know what? They didn't give us tortillas. <laughs> okay, we're so going back right you now. Can, you can induce. We're going to pause this podcast. Why? <laughs> you, you can induce from the fact, or deduce from that fact, that we went to, say, a Mexican restaurant or a Mexican type of restaurant. Uh, see, a restaurant okay. that might sell Tex-Mex or Mexican food. Because had we said naan bread, it would be an Indian restaurant. That, that's absolutely Had we said cornbread, it would have been like a home food kind of black. Right. You know, but this is of... not bread at all. This is la, tortilla. Gary, go back to making a point. Is when is yeah. that? Okay. Is so, can... as before, I was so rudely interrupted. We were only seven billionth. Seven human. billionth person will be born by the end of this month. That's a lot of people. Can I say something? Sure. I feel so proud of myself, and because I have no kids, and it's not because I'm sterile. <laughs> that you know. <laughs> right? It's not because I'm sterile, it's a conscious decision. And it's not like because you don't. Seven not, fucking billion? It's, it's not because you don't love the ladies. Not because I don't love the ladies. Right. Maybe because they don't love me. But, but it's seven that, fucking that billion? Yes, yeah, seven, seven billion. So the seven billionth person. Now, that's number one. Number two. We have another satellite falling to Earth this week as well. The, the Rosat. And when you say satellite, and you mean... Uh, I mean an actual satellite. A man-made, a man... A man-made, it's, it, yeah, uh-huh. a bus size. It's uh-huh. big. It's going to come down. So this is like the third this month. Uh, number three... But does this one incinerate upon... No, no, this is going to probably break up, and, and some some's going to hit the Earth. Is there, do they, is there a, a cleanup committee that... Well, the, the last one hit the Pacific Ocean. 
So is this straight happenstance or is this? It, well, it's. I mean, they, they've all been up there for about thirty or forty. No, no, years. I'm not talking about. The, but I'm talking about the, have they coordinated the, the, the descent of the satellites? No, no. It's a, it's uh, the last three that have come down. They've had no control over because they've been dead. So it's just going to come down. These things can fall, but I'm, I'm assuming they, they can follow the re-entry to the yeah. They, they they can they can get it within a couple of hundred miles or something. Oh my god! And but do they do anything? Do they sound like <laughs> incinerated? No, okay, no, no. This this is the thing. They don't know actually where is. They know about maybe where it's going to fall, but the problem is that the the point of the atmosphere they're in is it's unknown, so they're not quite certain how thick it is or what the air pattern right, is, blah right. blah. And, and so they don't know where it's going to go. And therefore, yes, the thickness of the atmosphere has a lot to do with the, I want to say um, the refractive. You're right, how, how steep it comes yeah, in. It's not or refractive, how, yeah. but it's going. Yeah, but it's going. Yeah, it's going. It's going to trajectory. Right, right, right. trajectory. The trajectory. The trajectory. Yeah, it's going to kick it. So yeah, so, so they don't know where it's going to hit. So. I'm going to make one point. So somebody has already died from a fallen satellite. You, you, I know that's not where you're going, but I'm going to say it just happens not to have been a first world person. Right? So it's one of these unpersons. It, but somebody undoubtedly, one of these had to have fallen to land by now. Right? We've been putting satellites up for a long uh, time. Well, the Earth is a big place. And and it's, the, the 70% chances, water. Chances, 70% the, water. The chances of any one individual person being hit... Like, for me to get here is like 1 in 673 million, which is less than getting struck by lightning. And it's also, okay. but it's more than me having... However, the chance of someone getting woman. hit is 1 in 3,630. So, <laughs> a little bit better than winning the lottery. <laughs> or at least that's the last one, I believe. I so, to... okay, so we've got that. So we have 7 billion, we've got the... We've got the satellites. We've got Harold Camping. Yeah, you remember him? The guy? Oh, yeah. that's my boy. Yeah. Uh, well, well, if in case all listeners don't remember who Harold Camping is, that was the guy who um, predicted a, what? The, the end of the, the, the rapture. rapture. The, the rapture, rapture was going to happen in May. March? May. Doesn't yeah. matter. Some, it didn't happen. Let's say something. Oh, a spiritual ha- <laughs> one happened. Immaterial. Um, uh, and then he said that the world was going to end, or Jesus is coming back tomorrow. Yeah, twenty first. Why is nobody talking the about this? The world is going to end on the twenty third. Why is nobody talking about this? Because I think it's November. Was... I don't think it's October. No, well, look, no, he's done the math. No, no. Number four, I am not doubting his math. Impeccable statistic. I'm saying, <laughs> hey, he's an engineer. He can I, do math. That's what I'm saying. Did Apparently he say November? Did he say November? No, he said October. Okay, October. October. Yeah, okay. Definitely, definitely October. Number four, according to James Usher, a what fourteenth century priest, mm-hmm. uh, yes. bishop, okay, or some, somewhere around there, so, a so in, in, in a, in at a, the very least a pedophile, in, in, in like a you know five hundred year range there. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's it's old. He's I dead. I like pinpointed right there. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. It's somewhere somewhere there before there was you know a lot of writing. But there was writing. So he determined that the Earth's birthday probably happened the evening before October 23rd. So October 22nd is the birthday. So I say, a lot of people say October 23rd now, is the birthday of the Earth. Was he using the 6,000 Jesus created? I mean, he's God the one, the calendar, he's the one he... who, no, he's the one who created that calendar by working back from his time, working to back 6, to 6,000 years. I'm saying to when God created BC okay. on October yeah, 23rd. Okay, fantastic. Or actually the evening on 20th, yeah. Fantastic. So, 
those four things, plus, I understand that, that first of all, we, we had uh, an earthquake in San Antonio. Which is unheard of. Right? That, uh, so, some people are saying it may be due to fracking. I don't no! know. I don't believe that. <laughs> because... Guys, please let me say it's due to fracking. Okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> we can discuss this later. I don't have enough information. Um, and next, Taylor Swift is coming to San Antonio. I... All of these are a sign of the end times. What's going to happen is the, we're going to have the seventh billionth, seventh, seven, seven billion, seventh billion, seven mm. billionth, seven billionth, 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 seven billionth kid born, mm-hmm. person born. Uh, end of the world's going to happen. Taylor Swift. Uh, and then the satellite, what's going to happen is the satellite's going to come in and hit, it hit the earth. And hit, the forward, it. hit that forward. Hit that forward. Hit forward. Right. And we're going to implode. It's going to effect. No, no, no. We're going to implode. It's going to become super dense, and we're going to be sucked into a black hole. That's so quick and easy, though. Doesn't Israel have to... I oh, you, 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 you prefer like a 2012... No, but you know, you know I'm wrong? No, I think thing. you're wrong, because doesn't the Bible predicted that Israel would have some tribulation, and you wanted to unfold for I'm sure someone's having a birthday in Israel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait, you said tribulation, not yes. jubilation. Sorry. My bad. Sorry, it's the accent. And, <laughs> and it also that the America, or some nation, would go to the rescue... Of Israel, that guy there's so much unfulfilled. God also told Michelle Bachman and Rick Perry to run and for the Kane and right for the and sorry Kane for the presidentship of and and Mormon boy of America, right? Did he, did he also, also tell there's four, there's four people running who have been told so. What do you have told them that if if all four of them won't going to become the pre- yes, and you know what the. It, and okay, so at least two of them, uh, Bachman and Perry, mm-hmm. are from the New Apostolic Reformation movement. Right? Well, yeah. So in yeah, other words, by association, they, they are prophets. That so is true, what though. this means is the GOP has become a faux prophet organization. Well, so they are no profit. longer they are no longer a non profit. <laughs> they don't have a faux profit. They're faux profit. They're faux profit. F A U X S. Absolutely. <laughs> so faux, they do not I get a five hundred one C recognition. Joke so bad. I was funny. That joke goes so many ways. Though. They're faux profit. <laughs> they're not faux profit. That is, uh, was that, is that your own guy? That's my own. That? I came up with that. Listen, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. So so don't go with the GOP people because they're lying. Anyway, uh, so what we're gonna, <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna talk about Greece? Yeah, that's was not where we started off. Yeah. <laughs> Injudicious rambling. Fan. Listen, welcome I to our podcast. We should new just listeners. start interviewing people nonstop. Let's talk about something serious and then we'll lock it off for the night. Let's yeah, yeah. close up this podcast. You 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 started off talking about Greece. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because um, we, we've been talking about this yeah, austerity uh, over, 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 right. So setting the table. Greece right now, um, part of the um, euro, the eurozone, right? right? They use a current, current um, currency, right? One currency, the euro, right? So Greece now, a lot, a lot of protests going on. Mostly due to um, the 2008 worldwide um, banking ba- banking situation. Wait, it wasn't due to 12-year-olds uh, retiring? retiring? No. Okay. It's also not due to Grecian people that. having large pensions and unreasonably large... Sal- no. It okay. is, if you actually compare the statistics in pensions, retirement age... Um, and salaries, the Grecian people were nowhere near in the top 10 of Europe. 
So, but it's, this has been widely disseminated by our false uh, or co-opted media because they want to sell to the rest of the to the to the on uh, to the on 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 informed American public that the reason why Greece is suffering is because of socialism going wild and 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 worker power going wild. It is not because of that. It was because also almost precisely because of the bank bust of two thousand and eight. Right, similar to what happened in America, and like the rest of Europe, and there's a lot more nuance than that, right? But Greece is one of the smaller economies in Europe, and it's mainly tourist driven, isn't that? It's very tourist driven, yeah. very tourist driven, tourist driven, and and let me just, I can give you a small primer on on why the, the banks help Greece go bust. Gary, do you want to learn something here tonight? Yes, I will teach you anyway. My, my, you said no. My, my dog brought something and is chewing it, so I was making sure it wasn't it, it something. It looks like a, a a young deer. See, every everyone everyone learned something. So why don't you? <laughs> okay, so, yeah, so. See, mine mine is far more concise than your learning age. All right. <laughs> but learn more. Listen. So so let me give you a short primer on why a lot of the the southern um, countries in Europe going bust, right? Right. First thing, a lot of the southern countries came into democracy later, right? That goes along with a lot of stuff, right? Long they were in feudalist they were feudalistic states and uh, much later than the other um than the other northern states like Sweden, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, the Greece, for example, they were borrowing prior to the eurozone being formed they were borrowing money extremely high interest rates nobody wanted to invest in greece yada yada the eurozone was sold by the banks to a large extent as a panacea and a magic solution and it was you know besides all of that it was sold to the greek to the grecian and the spanish and they that listen you're going to become part of this network that you're not going to be allowed to fail. And <laughs> the bank, as usual, the banks didn't have any moral culpability, right? There's an exact term for it that I can't remember right now. But Greece and they suddenly... Moral culpability is pretty good. Greece and they um, suddenly started getting loans at not the, the, the high percentage, the high interest rates that they were getting before, but now because they're part of the larger Eurozone, and it's understood that the Grecian banks weren't going to be allowed to fail because the European banks wouldn't be allowed to fail, right? The Greek, Grecian banks and the Spanish banks and the Italian banks started getting loans at extremely low interest rates. So what would right. you do? You start borrowing. And they start borrowing. And they start borrowing. And then the Grecian banks start speculating, etc., 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 and that is this, this, that's a, that's a, this sounds very familiar it, to me. It, no, this has no. What? I've never heard of this before, Gary. No, it couldn't couldn't what, happen. We what? have regulations. Well, it's never happened in America. No, 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 no. no. We, we, have, we have regulations, and they're and they're well enforced. No, it's, it's well, it's <laughs> too well enforced because it's tied for the jobs, right? <laughs> but that's what's that's what's happening in Greece now. So now the bankers and the, when that bubble burst, it burst all over Greece, and then they started introducing austerity measures where. The public has to pay back for the bankers. Right. The public has to make sure that the bankers and they do not lose a cent of their of, the, of their shares, the stock share in the Dow Jones, and they don't. And the, the, the investors and the shareholders, who are mostly private, very wealthy citizens and international investors, and not citizens of Greece, 
you know, because it's a global. This yeah. shareholding, shareholding is global. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's yes. not not lo- not locals. Yes, it's no. not Bob. No. It's not Bob next door. It's not. It's not, not Bob. It next could door. be Bob next door if he happens to be a wealthy multinational uh, investor. If you have Nilevan and Park Street <laughs> right. in Manhattan, it <laughs> might be Bob next door. <laughs> if Bob next door is indeed. Um, Possibly Mayor Bob Bloom, Blo- Bloomberg. Bloomberg. <laughs> yes, yeah, so his son. I mean, sorry, Bob Bloomberg, son of Mayor Mike Bloomberg. Mike. But but that's not that's not who. Yeah, that's not who's investing in, this, yeah. in those international banks. So that's what happened in Greece, right? Austerity measures. So the public is paying back for the excessive of the establishment, who <laughs> knew they were going to be bailed out because Ish. because the eurozone and its tie to. The international currency and stuff like that, right? Right. Because they know the world it's a house of cards pass. now. And that's, and, and that's what they bank upon. That you can't let one of them fail because all of them will, will fail. So they have no culpability, no financial, no moral culpability. And that is what they bank upon. And they know they can squeeze us and we will pay and we will go hungry and we will go st- we will starve and we will not have pensions and we will not we can't retire until we're 85 and we, and we have to work two jobs yes. or three jobs yes and get no days off for four years yes. or eight years or 12 and years that sounds really familiar gary it sounds <laughs> like the 53 percent but that's exactly exactly what they've been doing to second and third world countries They've been doing years. it to first world countries as well. But, but what they've done, what they've done differently, is they've made it uh, part of the dream, and oh. that if you work hard, you will be eventually move up through the ranks. Now, what I love about this, mm-hmm. and I, I know this is a little bit different no, uh, than what we're talking about, but what I, what I love about that idea is, okay, if you work your ass off, you will be recognized for it. But the problem is, if you don't have a degree or two. Or not in business, you're never going to move up. So even if you you're work not. your ass off, you won't make it up ab- above a certain thing. That is true. That is true. The ceiling is so hard. Uh, and, and we're both, um, you know, degree educated people, right? Yeah. And and but I can speak against. I, I that's a point I haven't thought about even even ever. But that is that is so true that we because we degree educated, the sky is the limit for most of us, right? For, for us, for the two right. of us, for two of us. So we can get wherever. Because if I work somewhere long enough, you have the X degree and Y degree, you can eventually become a manager, CEO, whatever. But it also depends on the on the degree. Right, right. No, but but right. right. But okay. but let's just say college educated, you can <clears throat> rise. To, you're okay. If you're not college educated, as you said, Gary, extremely inci- you know, incisive thought. Yeah, thought right, there. because it used to be yeah. uh, as someone who was working on a factory floor, say in Ford, would recognize and he would get to middle management and he yeah? could right and he could get up to design perhaps or but and he, could go higher. he could definitely start running and the go company. higher yes yeah. and he could eventually get to the point of senior management and because a degree degrees are not necessary for 99 percent of the shit that we do no. in life right no. it's fucking stupid and it's part of the of the royalism right you you can you because you can afford a degree you're part of already the royal the royal society and you keep you keep, but, but now they're the, trying the, to cheapen the, the power of society. You keep the power within with the royals by ensuring that only the rich can afford to educate their children. Right, but now they're trying to stop that. Well, yeah, uh-huh. uh, because now Perry wants to get the eleven, uh, the ten thousand dollar degree, which kind of cheapens the whole degree experience a little bit. Uh, 
not for anybody who has to get it's, it's, I mean not like gay marriage is going to destroy right. marriage or anything but but he's basically trying to make universities which are institutes of learning not training but learning he's trying to make them um well it is treating now i would uh, no, it, well a lot of it is yeah. and i've i've had this argument a lot okay so um, so let's not go into that okay uh, no but but they're trying to make it so that instead of doing uh, what Europe does, where, where you don't necessarily need a degree right. to get a decent paying job. What you do is you go and you work for someone who's an expert in the field. Right, you sort of apprentice. Apprenticeship. Or you, or, you, or, you, or you go to trade schools right. and stuff like that. Right, and so what, what Perry and all of these other people are trying to do is change the university experience into a trade school, which I thoroughly disagree with. And we're, we've been talking about this, about the education uh, being uh, training people to work on assembly lines yes, and yes, work, yes, working yes. in an industry. Yes, yes. And now it's going to be even worse, I think. But yes, yes, yes. That's, so so all of this, I think, ties together. It does. Because, because it's the austerity measures. Oh, things are too expensive. Let's cut it down. Let's only do degrees that people want. Uh, the guy in Florida trying to get rid of anthropologi- anthrop- anthropology. Yeah. you know, And it's almost... I can see a right. slippery slope. Oh, well, who needs sociologists? What and, the fuck they do? That's what I'm saying. And, and of course, liberal arts degrees, when people right. say they're a waste of time, liberal arts degrees do actually educate. They do actually the educate education. in history. And they actually educate you in thinking and abstract thinking. Right. And they're dangerous. Yes. And if I can I'll educate you to fit this path that I need, for you know, for example, as I say, as I say they do need a psychology degree and who needs a history degree and who needs a... Right. But let's educate you to go. Soon there'll be there'll be degrees to educate you to work through to work in a fucking food fast food outlet. Yeah, that's what they'll well, do. McDonald's University right. or, or Starbucks U University, right? And you will pay money, and you'll be in debt, and they will and you will go through, and you will learn how to be an excellent fast food operator with no chance of advancement. But but this is what is being done. But this is what to the non-degree people because you can't get into the management anymore without, oh, without a degree. A degree. It, not, certainly not in a large corporation at all. Disgusting, right. horrible, horrible. And is it a form of of and and make no mistake. This is war, Occupy Wall Street. This is Wall Street in action. And not not just say not Wall Street per se, but this is a vested money interest in action because all this has buttressed them. It helps buttress their position. Because as I said, I keep on coming back to royalism. The lords and the ladies and the generations of titles that were passed down through family that happened in in old Europe. This is exactly what is happening in America. Because very soon, there will be the Jamie Dimon, who's um, the CEO of um, Bank of America. Okay. And the the Lord Blank um was was Lloyd Blank's file or field from um Goldman Sachs. I can't remember his, his exact well, name. I mean, but there'll be these families but you already see that'll it with be rich the, forever. But you already see it with the Kennedys, you see it with the Bushes. Mm-hmm. Uh the Clintons are probably starting it. But definitely uh, the the Bushes and the Kennedys. And the Palins. And and the uh, <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna die ah. out or interbreed um themselves out of existence. Okay. Uh, but but no, we we already have so-called yeah. royal families, yes, which yes, yes. many of whom we I do not aware. like the term. Uh, I don't I don't like royalty. I don't. I, I agree with Pen uh, Pen Gillette on this. You know, no princesses, uh, no no dukes, no princes. Um, there should be no no royalty. But of Pe- people people get advanced because 
of what they do and what they're capable of doing. But that is uh, science, science, merit based. And that's, that's that's the other problem I have with with the whole Wall Street and and the banks and everything and and the the fact that people don't it, certainly uh, the, the the Fox News don't can't say about this is a lot of those people didn't get their positions through merit. Okay, Kane, uh, whatever is whatever the fuck his name is, Herman Kane. Herman Kane. He may have got by merit. Okay, he may have got to Godfathers, but the other stuff that he's doing right now, where he's He's on the board of whatever. Not so much merit. But I'm, he's making shitloads of money for doing nothing. And what you call merit, uh, you know, for one of a better word sometimes, is I am not trivializing effort and intelligence or whatever, right? But, but okay, let's just say your merit is not you're very intelligent. Right. And you combine that intelligence with hard work. How did you become intelligent? Luck of the draw. Uh, that's true. Right? So, I just want to add that to the fact that a lot of things, uh, most of you, all of you is, all, is circumstantial. You didn't yeah. choose to be, and it is how you look and how smart you are. And, and it's, who you are born it's, it's to. It has been shown. Yeah. It's been, and, and, and your environment. That you right. didn't choose to have great parents who valued education and who, you know, you didn't choose any of that. So. Right. That is why one reason to have empathy because you could not. Have, you it is possible that you could have been born to somebody else. True, true. Absolutely. And, and and to go beyond that, when you say merit, getting ahead in the business world has you have to do a lot of politicking. Yeah, that's in, true. In, in any world, in, in any world, in, in in. And some people, I, I'm not good at it. And some people don't have that facility. I'm, I'm horrible at that. Some people have too much integrity. No. To 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 slide through slippery as a snake or like an eel, <laughs> so, you know, through, you know, to 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 coat the backside of your boss liberally with spit yeah. directly from your mouth, <laughs> otherwise cause saliva. You know what I'm saying? It, not everybody can do that, and a lot yeah. of people have gotten where they've gotten f- f- from being quiet, yeah. from not from not speaking out for the right things. You might see another coworker being taken advantage of. And the person, you can make a choice. Should I should I stand up for that person? Or right. Should or, I stay quiet? or should I keep my job? And the person basically. who stays quiet will, will advance. Right. And the person who stands up and who's you know makes a moral judgment and said, no, I'm going to help that person out. And you might not even lose a job, but you might forever get black man. Yeah. You know, you, you'll so, never advance. Absolutely. So so merit base. When you say merit, I I, I have problems also with that statement. A lot of times, merit base is just System. It's just basically sucking ass. Yes, or just, <laughs> or, or you're just system lubed. You lube yeah, to yeah, go yeah. through this particular system. Yeah, that, that, that's you know? a very valid point. I, I, I it is I a, so much. So, and I'm, I, I was, I was. But I'm supporting your point. No, I'm supporting yeah. your point. No, I'm supporting your point. I'm not contradicting you. I'm just saying, just to carry it further. Yeah. When you say merit based, and when we 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 lower these these rich types of industry, yeah. Many people work hard. People who work in coal mines, yeah, who will never ever do anything but go down a coal mine. You you think you work hard? Sure. My right? my dad's my dad's father. Right. He he worked his ass off to get in him a fucking coal mine and, and on the and on all the on the railroad. My, a, my father actually literally worked on the railroad. Coal and dust in his lungs. Yeah. He can't even breathe without wheezing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's what you you think is hard. Fucking digging diamonds. There are people. There are people who in a, in Amer- you know in America who 
well, give me another job besides a coal mine. There's some fucking jobs that we... Well, there's... I mean, there's just sweeping floors, for crying out loud. Right? You're packing boxes in a fucking factory. Yeah. That's not easy. Standing all a shift all day in a restaurant. You know, and you work a 10-hour shift. Those things aren't easy. I mean, sure. You're, you're, uh, waiters, waitresses. That's what people who take your freaking order. Yeah. And, and so when people start... That's what I don't understand. When people start talking about, but they work hard for their money. Right? <laughs> don't you work hard too? We admit they are lazy people and people who are not. They are. They are, they are lazy people. But generally. Generally speaking, everybody has people a... People really do they, work inside, hard. Yeah. And, and to what physically work hard. Because there's one thing about, about sitting behind a desk, which I do most of the day. As a, and I, I would freely admit to you, as much as I am tired from expending mental capital at times, it is much harder. I did work with, I tried to work with my uncle's company. Uh, and he, they build down houses and stuff like that, yeah. right? And that, like, that was no, no. Sitting behind a desk is uh, nothing. Uh, I think I think you get used to it. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you get, uh, a, but to a certain point, because at some point your your body just can't take it. Just like yeah. at some point your your brain has I, to stop. I agree with you. So, but it's nothing compared to to to, no, to, no, to no. sling it. No, we're working out in a hundred and four degree heat. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So this I is care. all right. So I think Gary giving me the signal that we need to wrap up. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't really don't know what we spoke about um, today, but well, we hope you enjoyed it. You're gonna get. You're gonna hear the interviews. Yep. Um, well, you should have already heard them because I think we're uh, gonna, we're gonna play the play interviews the before. Yeah, play, nobody wants to hear us talk. Oh, let okay. let those people. Let, let the guy from okay, Bison Antonio yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah. All right. And we will continue to be on the occupi- occupation. We love them. I think I want to go to Austin and see what's going on there one of these weekends. But I have to. T- you know, we'll talk about that. All right, so you all have a fantastic time and stand strong. All right, we're with you guys. Cheers and gals. Bye. If you enjoy injudicious ramblings, leave a review at iTunes or send us an email at injudiciousramblings at gmail.com or at injudiciousramblings.blogspot.com. The theme was written and recorded by Oscar Lawrence.